Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We are on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Sure did. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 331 on a night which is almost the night that we used to record on before we stopped recording on it for assorted reasons. Tonight we'll be covering Intervention, season 2 episode 1 I think. You think? Yes, it's season 2 premiere. Yay. Welcome everybody and uh, welcome to our guest Steve. Hello. Back again. Indeed, as Tilk would say. <laughs> yeah, getting to be a habit this is. That's a good habit. Yes it is. Although, as we both pointed out, the the lack of Blu-ray for the season two is disappointing to say the least. Yeah, I bought me season two Stargate Universe DVD into my Blu-ray player, and all of a sudden you realise, God, this looks shit. <laughs> Picture was okay for DVD; it was okay, but you know the menus, and you think, Oh God, it looks terrible. Yeah, further with my rewatch of Star Trek, seeing the different qualities through the years, <laughs> just like. Weren't you watching original series bracket remastered edition bracket? Oh yeah. Which means the outside shots look fine, but only the shots of the actual crew look kind of crap. Well, some of them they had touched up, but there are some you like literally one scene touched up, they go to view another character, not touched up, <laughs> and then it goes back. <laughs> Missed a few frames. Like I said, marketers never miss an opportunity to make money. Should the movie happen, I'm sure Blu-rays of everything will be re-released and repackaged. Overly optimistic there. Assuming, of course, the producers haven't deleted everything. I'm sure they've still got it. I must admit, I'm feeling kind of dirty today. I've done an Alan. I what? haven't had. Oh well, I haven't had time to prepare, so I haven't done my homework as I'd usually do. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought you were implying I didn't shower regularly. <laughs> well, that's just a given, but. I am not a hipster. <laughs> but no, I didn't get a chance to do my homework this week. So I thought, I'll quickly watch before we go through this one. I'll watch the previous one, forgetting, of course, it was a two-parter because this um, premiere is actually basically the third of three, really, the way it continues. So it's just like, don't! Never mind, there's three of us. We should be able to handle yeah. it. I only saw it um, a couple of months ago. I usually like to have a watch through the day before, do it again with the commentary if I can. I admire your professionals. Did I hear a vaguely Scottish accent there for a second? Yeah, there are a few words, like if I say Aberdeen and stuff like that. Did you grow up north of the border? Well, that's where I come from. Born mm. in Scotland and lived there until I was eight. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy who was born in Yorkshire, lived there until he was about 11 and then moved to Donegal. He had a very strange accent. I've been trying to squeeze in me flash rewatch. Yeah, because I'll be starting soon. Along with <laughs> Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow. Yep, it's that time of year again. The uh, American season Bloody is getting hell. close. Well, I've still got six episodes each at least of Dark Matter and Killjoys. Well, whose fault is that? Oh, 
watching other stuff. <laughs> ah, they're good. Okay, then, as Alan says, we're going to be watching Intervention tonight, the Season 2 premiere. This video we are going to be watching is taken from the Region 2 DVD box set. Runtime of 41 minutes, 42 seconds, as usual. I keep saying that because we do it every week. We're all staring at the black screen, counter set to zero. If you want to watch along with us, uh, Alan Rue is 3 to 1 countdown. When he says clicky, you press play and everything should sync up. If it doesn't, worst case, it'll be a, a second out either way. So you can pause either the playback or the video and sync it back up. As you know, if you've been a long-term listener, uh, this podcast is engineered to... Engineered? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's produced or put together or smashed together to listen as pure audio. We leave enough of the original content in to allow you to remember the story if you haven't watched the episode in some time. And ensure that we probably shouldn't travel to the States under the current administration. <laughs> oh, well, I've got this, an episode of Stranger Things and then bed. And tomorrow, the guy who was wandering around Cork and it's in with me yesterday is in Dublin, so I'll be doing more missions with him. I think I'm free Wednesday. Yeah, I think Wednesday I might just curl up into a small ball and watch TV for a couple of hours. Seems like a plan. Thursday is Ingress night. Friday is visit parents. Saturday is Galway. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy surprises, Batman. It's really exciting. Greetings, citizens. Join me, your old bat chum, John S. Drew, on my journey to discover what it is I love about the classic 1966 Batman television series on the Batcave podcast. Each episode, I'm joined by a guest host as we review the classic television series there's a new episode every two weeks same bat time same bat channel on itunes stitcher radio or at the batcavepodcast.com holy memoranda folks make a note not to miss it good thinking robin i'm just going to intervene here and point out that the batman return of the cape crusaders blu-ray is going to be released on november the 7th Features the voices of Adam West and Burt Ward. Should be a lot of fun. I watched a fun zombie movie the other day. Not fun for the zombies, presumably. Well, you never know. There was a clown zombie. He seemed to be having the time of his life. Dead Rising Watchtower. Never heard of it. Yeah, lots of Stargate actors in it. Lots and lots of Stargate actors. Do I sense a bonus? I'm not sitting down to record a whole film, no. <laughs> Four. Yeah, we were younger then. <laughs> not that much younger. All right, then. Ah, let me think. That's dangerous. It's okay, I have mints. <laughs> I can keep cool. Oh, what the hey. Ever three, ever doe, ever hain. Clicky. This is what destiny intended from the moment we entered the star system. That ship is the best chance we have of getting home. Right then, kicking off season two, a much longer intro sequence. As they pointed out, there's bits in this that have no bearing at all on this episode. Why did you take one of our people prisoner? So, Intervention, Season 2, Episode 1 of Stargate Universe. This is Gatecast Episode 331. This was written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully and directed by Andy Makita. Had its premiere in America and Canada September the 28th, 2010. UK, October the 5th. Sweden, November the 26th. Germany, February the 10th, 2011. And Hungary, 
April the 2nd. And I'm going to retake this ship. A few series with episodes of the same name. Doctors, Beverly Hills 90210, How I Met Your Mother, Titus, Zedgars, Chicago Med, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and a couple of British shows, The Bill and Brookside. And since the uh, previously is very long, we can jump straight back in and watch the clips from the finale. Mm, the Chloe's been shot a bit. Quite a few people get shot. The previous down does have to sort of summarise the entire prior season. Head back towards the front of the ship. That's the way in. I'm getting a message. I gotta go. Including that. They did, you know, kind of shovel on the cliffhangers for a lot of characters. Yeah. Varro, TJ's Dan, and we're back. And we see a female eye. Yes, TJ. Well, not not fact, it's TJ. We do now. Yeah, blonde woman, it was TJ. Yeah, saw this and thought, okay, where did the ship go? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very strange opening. Because when you see her eye, you think, hmm, the infirmary's quite bright. (laughs) And then it's just like, no, that's not the infirmary. This is a rip from a DVD rather than a Blu-ray. You're right, it looks really crap. They are always ripped from the DVD. It looks terrible. Baby crying. Yes. I think people have asked... Is it an electronic baby? No, it's not an electronic baby. People had asked her if that was um, her new kid, but she'd said that it wasn't old enough because it's got to be um, so many weeks or days old before they can work. No, that is a young child called Gianna or Sheena. Daughter of Mike the Drill, one of the uh, production guys on stuff. She's 17 days old. And it's the creepy guy. What is this? Where am I? How did I get here? <laughs> yes, Dr. Crane. I believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. The aliens have come to save us. Right. Can't be surprised that aliens who built a solar system are capable of a little uh, intergalactic transport. Are you saying they brought me here? Well, you're here, right? That's not an argument. So this is... Your baby, of course. You don't have to worry anymore, TJ. She's safe now. Elena in the commentary said she wanted really to be wearing a nice flowing white gown, but they put her in camo and t-shirt. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, she just wanted a chance to be all dressed up nice for a change. <laughs> yeah, just for a change. You don't get much opportunity. The only female that's got sort of really nice... Careful. ...comfy clothes is Chloe, really. <laughs> Phew, he had me worried there. Did they make him run? Well, they're not going to waste CGI on sweat and... So Eli managed to get to the airlock and it's empty. Well, that's not good news, is it? We're getting a message. It's Eli. Because he looks knackered. (laughs) (laughs) David was on the commentary as well. He says not a great thing to watch him run. (laughs) I imagine they also spritz him up a yeah. bit. Yes, they have actually had him, or he has actually lost weight since the beginning of Series 1, although that's probably to do with their shooting schedule. Sky, come in, please! This was clever. Always such yeah. a pretty ship. Lieutenant, what are you? Well, we're still outside. I, I had a hunch we weren't going to make it to the airlock in time, so we made a beeline for the underside of the ship. I'm guessing the hull protected us. <laughs> I guess it did. He almost sounds cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose he's thinking, oh, at least we didn't lose the spacesuit. Would the spacesuit have melted? No, but they didn't have a spacesuit to go out and get the spacesuit. I thought they had three. 
Yeah, one thirty dodge you want. Did they get the third ever mix though? I know they were I working on it. They'd have a vested interest in doing so, wouldn't they? Interesting, yes. Capability, maybe not. Just <laughs> another day in outer space. Yeah, Eli, it's not like it was on the TV and in the movies. Damn it! The military personnel are a liability. Kiva's still alive. The medic's been injured. She was shot. Oh, Danny, very much a, <laughs> a simple thinker. Oh, oh, crap. Get him, Young. Get him. Nice try. He's, he's still going for it. That really was a big lunge, wasn't it? <laughs> well, he, he kind of did lose it when he heard about TJ. You know, all, all sense and logic went out the window at that point. Yeah. We need their cooperation! We can use the communication stones to get a team of doctors on board. We can't spare the men. We can use some of them. It doesn't matter what they report back. There's nothing anyone on Earth can do about this. Easy, he got him in the throat. He don't think he'd be able to talk that well. <laughs> there would be some damage. Yeah, that part of the guy's not going to last at the end of the episode. But at this point, how... You know, they're pretty much on their own as well. There's no reporting to high command, you know. By the way, my commander's dead. My life is forfeit. Yeah, but the commander there is the one who's been driving this, so really she's the one that they report to. I don't think they really care it. Yeah, you'd be back out there. Eli? I watched this yesterday and went, you've got to be kidding me. Eli's been carrying her around for the last few hours and now she's walking by herself. How are you even walking right now? Ten minutes ago, you were almost passed out. I don't know. The, the bleeding stopped. I got my strength back. What? Yeah, but there's an explanation. I know, but at this point, unless you've seen the, the episode, you don't know what the explanation is. She's right. The bleeding stopped. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Everybody's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was basically telling everybody, everybody's still alive, don't worry about it, folks. She still looks a bit clammy, though. <laughs> Mike Dupo returns again, and Zvaro. Who are you? Um. Alison Down. I'm Dr. Brightman, this is Dr. Siegler, Dr. Finch, and Dr. Timon. All right, follow me. Been on the show already, and people say on SG-1 and Arc of Truth. Recently been in 12 Monkeys and The Lost Girl. Oh, yeah, I forgot she was in The Lost Man. Don't worry about the other three Doctors, <laughs> they're not important. <laughs> I think Varro was... Did he play that character in SG-1? He played a couple of characters in SG-1. Yeah, and he played one where he's a bounty hunter. I think, was that as Varro, or...? No, no, different character. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he then joined the Lusion Alliance. Like, it always kept meaning to look it up or rewatch the episode. It would have added a nice bit of continuity. Yeah. He was involved with them. He was working on a contract for them. The other one he was in was Atlantis, which couldn't really be connected. Greer in his element, really. Even, even with that weapon, the man is a weapon. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. We would have figured out he's missing by now. They will be looking, so be careful. Where are you going? Recon. We need to find out what's happening. Scott, you lie. Just go. The men have got work to do. Is he going to make it? Yeah, he'll be fine. The bullet pass clean through. Let me know when he wakes up. I want to talk to him. Listen, your commander wasn't so lucky. Dr. Finch is working on it right now, but it isn't looking good. You can definitely see the difference between Danik and Varro. Varro's level-headed. He's still in command, even though he isn't technically in command of this detachment at the moment. It would be in everyone's best interest. We've managed to stem the bleeding, but the baby's heart rate is dangerously low. We may have to take it out prematurely. Right now, there's no guarantee that either one of them will survive. 
Yeah, it doesn't really look good, given they ain't got an incubator or anything. Indeed not. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I feel your pain, baby. <laughs> Joe was, that's how the baby got the part. <laughs> You're on command. Thing is, when you see this bit with TJ now, did anybody else think it might be a similar thing to what happens later on in the series? Actually, young. what I'm thinking is Shades of BSG. Coffee? Space aliens brought them coffee? Any biscuits? There's no way you could have made it all. You got that right. We were still working on lean-tos with dirt floors. And the winter was coming. Frankly, I was getting a bit worried. Yeah, I'd be as well. Those white walkers are a bloody nuisance. At this point, it could be anything. Yeah. It literally could. They're leaning towards the fact that somehow the aliens that Crane is, well, not Crane, sorry, Kane is, uh, you know, prophesizing, brought to there because they are super intelligent, almost magical. Like, say, if they can actually create these cabins out of nothing, just one day, they can pretty much do anything. Built a planet and a star. Mm. Ship was under attack, right? How did you know that? You were wounded. A lot of people were wounded. Why would I be singled out? Yeah, so what's actually happening? Well... <laughs> There are a lot of questions that could be asked about this scene. If we take this as gospel of what he's saying, he can go with it. A mystical element to Stargate. It's always been there. Yeah. What are you saying? You were bleeding out on the table. This was the only way or your baby would have died. You see? We're the good guys. You can trust us. Or else. And yay, Julie McNiven. I like Julie McNiven. Yeah. The countdown clock has started again. It's probably a result of the adjustments made to the shield. How long till we jump? Just under 30 minutes. <laughs> yes, I'm the only doctor with a speaking role. Yeah, I do like gin. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-oh. Sorry to have to tell you this, but we did all we could, it just wasn't enough. Ooh. Uh-oh. Now, the question is, do we shoot Baldy Guy? Not that Baldy Guy, obviously. He's bald through choice. Well, they're actually trying to not make any noise by... <laughs> Why don't they take their shoes off? Well, it's That's not the thing like... with Stargate, there's always been people with no peripheral vision and plenty of little alcohols dying. There's also a lot of people that wear leather and seem to sneak around the ship with no noise as well. <laughs> Especially when it comes well, to the Lucian Alliance. Leather. Lucian Alliance, do Yeah, all the Lucian Alliance. I mean, that was a, one of the running jokes in the commentary. They were talking to uh, Jin. She was perfectly still while she was reading the lines. And then after she finished move, then you could hear the leather all creaking as she breathed in and out. The whole home plan is the Lucian Alliance is basically full of cars. <laughs> you think that was Hitchhiker's Guide reference? I don't know. Perhaps one of the guys on the commentary read it. It must be like being in a haunted house. You hear something in the darkness and you've got to go and have a look at what it is because you cannot do so. Hello there. You guys are back. You know, this ship is really, really, really big. Well, what's that? What happened? Oh, nothing we need to worry about right now. What are we doing to get the ship back? What? Why? <laughs> Eli's dried out anyway. Colonel Telford's efforts to divert control were not entirely in vain. We still have a limited ability to manipulate power distribution, so I began a slow process of sequestering power away from the shields. The same shields that are protecting us from the deadly pulsar radiation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eli, the viewer's perspective of the show. Good! No, 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 Eli, you, you don't understand. You see, that pulsar levels the playing field. 
it's just as deadly to them as it is to us. Basically, Rush does not want to give up the shit. So keep him talking. We need to kill them all. <laughs> there we go. There's there's Danik's solution to the whole problem. Plan didn't involve Kiva being killed. I admit it may have been optimistic to expect any of them to work with us, but going on a bloody rampage now isn't going to solve anything. You got another idea? Mm. Oh my. Robert Nepper on Stargate Universe. Teabag. Wonderfully malicious. Whenever I see him, all I see is Teabag ever since watching Prison Break. It was rather a pivotal role for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just keep explaining what, what, to bite his about, fingers. Uh, trans woman in Sons of Anarchy. Oh no, sorry, that wasn't Robert Nepper, that was the guy from uh, The Shield and Justified. Goggins. Well, you understand how it makes it work. Although Robert Nepper was recently in Eye Zombie, and he's in the upcoming Twin Peaks. Spying on the Lucian Alliance. Pretty useful when you got a bit of inside information. The problem is, can they really act on it? I don't think so. Not without releasing the rest of the crew. He never did answer my question. How do you know what's happening on the ship? I just do. It's kind of hard to explain. The aliens told you? Well, not face to face. They've made this scene look a little bit more yeah. soft focused than because on it's Destiny. Not real. Or is it? It could be. How could it be? She does not have bilocation. Oh, it's getting cold out there. Right. Dana, Peter, TJ. Oh my God. It's good to see you. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. How are you? How are all of you? We're good, TJ. We're good. We're surviving. Yeah, the others will be along soon. Word's getting around. We were hoping we could see the baby. Sure. Yeah, she's she's sleeping. Don't worry. I'll be really quiet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> ah, Carolyn Cave and Tobias Lezak. Unfortunately, they couldn't reprise the roles for a later episode because of commitment, so they had to be recast. We're hunting rabbits. Yes, and then we're going to sacrifice it to the gods. <laughs> yeah, of the gold. It has got a very cult-like feel to it. Well, to me, pretty much every religion does. Oh, yes. That's what he says to all the girls. He's back. I'm assuming this is... Yep, Alfred, who in defiance of male biology appears to have completely lacking jester. Real tattoos, and as pointed out in the commentary, real nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Ferreira had the time of his life doing the commentary for this. They couldn't keep him from laughing and making jokes. Uh, well, from what I've seen from some of the outtakes, he's always like that. Yeah. Where's Kiva? Dead. She was shot just like you. But we're a little unclear on the details. And this really does set the character of Simeon up. Yeah. He's the first one to ask questions. What happened? You know, why? You know, there's something very, very wrong about finding you two both shot in the room. Everybody jumped to the conclusion they were attacked. Simeon hasn't. Interesting. Because you weren't shot from behind. Simeon, CSI, or Sherlock. It was dark. It happened fast. I saw Kiva get shot. I turned. And look at the close-up, yeah. the shadows on his face as well. This guy is dangerous. But they do like to have shadows even on close-ups of the normal crew. Something you wouldn't have normally had in the previous series, as mm -hmm. been mentioned already in the show. What about Colonel Young and his crew? We won't have to worry about them too much longer. Oh dear. 
<laughs> now, what he's thinking is, how can I get rid of this guy? Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. Leave or die. There is no way you have had enough time to determine long-term viability. There's not a lot of options here. It's a death sentence. Not necessarily. Yes, we're washing our hands with you. You've got a chance to survive. We just won't be killing you. So. <laughs> now you're thinking you've got nothing to lose. You could jump me, take my gun, kill the guard outside. But how far do you really think you'd get? You'd be shot and your people would still be sent to the planet. Only without their leader. For their sake, I recommend you stay alive. Yes, and that's what we need. Colonel Young has done such a bang-up job of leading this group. Oh dear. Danik, watching on. Uh, they're permanently head-wounded person. Yeah, I mean, give him something to actually clean the blood up. Riley's been through a lot recently. He got blew up in a spacesuit. Riley is our designated victim. Now that's a vicious looking guy. Yeah, Simeon's not going to take any chances. One twitch out of place and Young is dead. So, this is hearkening to... Remember that Voyager episode when the most Basics. useless enemy ever yeah. took over the ship? Basic for two-parter, isn't it? There was at least some sort of vegetation on that planet. This is a gravel pit of epic proportions. Yeah, they could have shot Doctor Who in it. <laughs> I like the filters they've done on it. It really does great art. Even the blood, you know, no longer red. Hey, Sergeant, how are you feeling? I'll be all right, sir. Nice place. Looks like a storm's coming. Julia Benson, she was in that vampire movie. <laughs> she got et. Actually co-starred with her husband. We got beaten up by uh, Alex Pavanovich, so that's another Stargate reference to the movie. What the hell are Scott and Greer? They should have been back by now. You have to calm down, Eli. Splitting up never works. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yes, we have ample evidence from the TV and movies of our generation. Now that's how the door opens, but... It's got to be them. Well, no, this they're inside a room which is inside a bigger room. I see. Is it Russian? No, I don't think it's Russian. Nope, nope, not them. <laughs> not them. <laughs> Back away from the consoles. Danik, come in. Go ahead. We've got a Russian, three others. Well done. Oh, they didn't do a great job of hiding, really, did they? What happened? I'm not sure. The countdown stopped. We'll start it again. Oops. Yeah. No FDL. I can't. Stand by. The radiation must be affecting the engines again. You said the shield would prevent that. It should. I don't understand it. Then what good are you? <gasps> Danik! Danik! Simeon's mm -hmm. <laughs> just lounging there. No pressure, not worried. Don't you dare shoot her. I have some questions for him. What about the others? Kill them. Yeah, no imagination whatsoever. He's seen Kiva operate this way, and that's all he can do. He is. It doesn't matter who it's with. He's a bit of a nasty piece of work, really, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, you don't really go around shooting your tech guys. Diminishing uh, results if you do that. Go get him, lad. Uh, did he actually kill him, or did he actually stop him before? I think he killed him. I didn't realise how Bill got his. Only thing is, is why are people running around with guns where there are windows on a spaceship? Doesn't that sound like a bit of a bad idea? I would hope that the transparent material is bulletproof. The only reason you'd put anything like that in a ship is if it was as strong as the metal surrounding it. People would die with the rest of us. 
We're willing to die to prevent you taking over the ship. Can you say the same? Not very rational, is he? Yeah, okay, so you've got so many men, you've got so many radios, and you're wasting what men you have. Finally. You've only got so many radios. Danik, listen to me. Don't do this. This is your fault. If you had listened to me from the beginning, we wouldn't be in this position. Take his weapon. There can only be one commander. And Kiva's dead. Seriously? <laughs> Mutiny within yeah. the ranks as well. He's got as much sense as he has hair. You know what they say? Skinheads have more hair than brain cells. Not much. Presumably it has breathable atmosphere. Other than that... We have to do something. Amen. No, no, this is perfect. It could have worked out better. <laughs> well, I'd argue the point there, Rush. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they share your opinion. No. I don't know if it's the lighting, but she does look very, very pale. What does that say for the rest of us? Well, we've done some calculations. Certain areas of the ship are better protected than others because of their location within the hull. Hydroponics are one. <laughs> Unfortunately, we'll have to sacrifice a few. Not us, but a few. I'm okay. Eli's going to be okay because they're going to need him. The rest of you can check off. <laughs> we'll suffer the most. Wait a minute. Not everyone's been sent off the ship. You mentioned something about TJ. It sounded like she'd been injured and something about doctors. They might have used some of our people to get extra medical personnel on board with the stones. Well, we can't just leave them out there. No, not if we're going to go through with this. All right, Guru and I will go get them. Ah, decisive planning. That's that's what you want from your military. Irish is like, you want to go kill yourself? You walk away. You can just see the wheels turning in Rush's head. Yep, he's going to close the door right behind him. And you ain't coming back in. Oh, that's fortunate. Whoa. That's good enough! <laughs> Obviously, I mean, this is only a small part of the world, but you wonder how it's got an oxygen-rich atmosphere. I suppose, the, you know, the sea ships wouldn't put a, a gate. Oh, hello. Visitors. Hope you brought some food and water with you. Oh, it's Varro and his ragtag bunch of followers. Danik's had a clean-out. Danik's taking control. These men were loyal to me. I question their sanity. There comes a point when integrity and survival. Let's stay together. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> Colonel. I've nothing to say to you. We're here because I stood up for you. He would have killed you all. Now, now. Come on, young. Put your thinking hat on. Come on, you've got all that lovely weather. You're going to need some help. <laughs> Well, say what you like, but she does get very well. Yes, it's funny. You see her in this, well, and then you... Sorry, but wasn't that rather a waste of boards? Yeah, well, want to make sure he was down, I suppose. Well, and remember, the Lucian lines did bring fresh bullets with them. Fortunately, similar <laughs> yeah. calibre of weapons. So, that's good. You see her in Universe, and then you see her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Ming-Na is so different. Funny thing is, is she actually looks so much younger in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than she does here. Yeah. That girl doesn't age. <laughs> you look at her in um, elementary, you wouldn't think she's actually older than the actor playing Holmes. Yeah, we're talking about Lucy Lou now, aren't we? <laughs> I, I was just thinking, yeah. I don't remember her. <laughs> Give me on, what about the baby? But no, I didn't actually realise that at the moment she's 50-odd. And, yep. and you see her doing all this stuff in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was thinking, I was sure she was about 30. 
She does look fantastic. Where are you taking me? Uh, it's just over here. You'll get a better view. Okay, this guy's creepy. Pretty nebula. Oh <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Where did they get these hand hides from? Are they hunting or are the aliens providing as well? Your gods will provide. All they ask is your ever-unending worship. And they all sacrifice. Listen, I wanted to thank you. Oh, here it comes. What for? Well, if you hadn't decided to go back with Colonel Young, he would have taken all of us. I know what a sacrifice that was. And the aliens knew. I think that's why they were willing to bring your daughter here. But, um... They are vengeful gods. But what? Well, you made your choice. What are you talking about? The baby can stay. <laughs> We're keeping the baby, but you're not stopping. But you have to go back. No. We thank you for your sacrifice, and now you're not welcome. No, 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 no. TJ. Even though his own words, you made it possible. If you went to gone back, we'd have all had to go back. We've got company. Recover. Leave TJ where she is. She's not going to get any better by moving her. Yeah, these bullets should be ricocheting everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure they carry these little acetylene <laughs> torches around with them. Is that really necessary? This is a pretty good place to hole up. They're going to figure out where we are sooner or later. Even if they can't get in, they can still vent the atmosphere. And don't worry, the plants are producing oxygen. We'll have enough breathable air for a while anyway. No, that's 15 minutes. Of course, push comes to shove. We'll have to, you know, reduce the requirement for air. Nope. Eli! We, we, we can give them a, a few more minutes. This is our only chance. If we fail and they take the ship, we're as good as dead. Mr. Brody, seal the door. My God, he's actually thinking about it. Brody normally jumps when uh, Rush speaks. Well, he didn't say no. <laughs> it's like, come on, Eli, catch up. Some meaningful looks there from Brody. And work out the math. The next... Pulsar blast will be deadly to anybody outside this room. That's the whole point, isn't it? Damn it! Sergeant! I'm moving! Russ, this is Scott. Come in, please. A bit awkward when everybody's got radios. This is Eli. Where are you? We are cut off. We can't shoot our way through. Well, we haven't sealed the door yet. There's still time. Uh, we'll dial up the shields until you get back. No, just give them more time to find you. Our only chance is to stick with the plan. Seal the door! <laughs> Already done. Rush doesn't waste any time. <laughs> Do it. Who brings an oxyacetylene torch on board a spaceship? I mean, fire is the one thing you don't want in space. This isn't an Apollo capsule. This is a starship. It's got probably pretty advanced fire control systems. They could probably have a barbecue and it wouldn't really worry anybody. Except Picard. Well, as long as they didn't invite <laughs> the kids, he'd be fine with it as well. And let's not forget, when they went to Destiny, they grabbed everything they could. Nobody was planning on using a settling torch on a spaceship. They were going to use it on Icarus base. An interesting choice of music for this scene. Kind of angelic, which makes you wonder, what are they trying to get across? I'm not leaving without her. It's not up to us. They can send you back whenever they want. There's nothing we can do about it. Oh, well, that's so it. Abdicate responsibility. At least this way you'll know. You'll always know that uh, she's being taken care of. We are mere pawns. This is actually somebody's game they've got. Somebody's what? 
some aliens are playing a game. This is a computer game for some aliens. Like, was it called the game, the Atlantis? Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember now. I know which episode you're talking about. And now it's raining. Of course oh. it's raining. They wanted water. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't really fancy going out there and trying to collect it, though, while the lightning's coming down. Who do you reckon they pushed outside to see if it was acid? <laughs> I'd worry about flash, flash, flash flooding as well. You tell me. You're the one who picked this place. Go on for days for all we know. It was this or the barrel of a gun and you know it. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, James. James. You could have put money on it being Lieutenant James getting hit. I got you. Easy. That really hurt. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Don't move. You're going to be okay. No, you're not. You're gonna die. Otherwise, you'd be, you wouldn't have so much screen time. Russia's still bleeding power from the system. We can't stop them. It's worse than we thought. The next radiation spike from the pulsar will collapse the shields completely. Not enough. No choice but to surrender. Ah, finally. There's finally one with a keynote that's actually camouflaged, not floating in midair where everybody can see it. Well, you stick up high enough near the bulkhead. We got them. Get some explosives. We'll blow the door. You can't do that. I suppose Telford wouldn't know about what happened in Pain, where they used explosives to blow the door. For him, I suppose he's not really worried if he survives or not. He's trying to look out for the rest of the crew, because if they survive, the rest of them and the Illusion Alliance die, they can get the other people back on the ship. Order your people to assemble in the observation deck. Once I receive visual confirmation of your compliance, I'll dial up the shields. That is rush. Ooh, that is cold. <laughs> now he's not happy. Yes. Our position is well protected. Even without the shields, we'll survive the next wave. You won't. Either way, we'll take the ship back. <laughs> that is true. You can trust that he'll put his own survival ahead of everything. It's possible. The man is a coward. He wouldn't sacrifice himself. He's telling the truth. Yep, Telford knows Rush. No question. You still have people out here. You'd be killing them too. Okay, Danik, this is what command is all about. Making the tough decisions. A necessary sacrifice. Huh. I would have personally gone with the needs out of the many <laughs> outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> of course you would. Danik, enough. You don't have a choice. I said enough. You'll end up shooting everybody. We're not giving up this ship. At this point, who cares? We can't do anything with it. He's not bluffing. He doesn't even know we're watching. This isn't an act. Gribble's on the wall. Flash was here. <laughs> you can't do this. You'll kill us all. We were prepared to die the moment we stepped through that gate. Yeah, but we didn't really want to. <laughs> Oof, good God. <laughs> did, you, did you just see that? This guy is nuts. You can't reason with someone like that. Yes, we saw it, Eli. No, they thought they'd close their eyes just as it happened. <laughs> so what about the others? What about Scott and Greer? TJ? You'd think at this point Eli's mm, grasp of the reality of the situation would have, you know, hardened a little bit more. I don't know if we should be proud that he's still a little bit naive or he's still hopeful. But people have died. This has been an invasion. But the thing is, is at the beginning of season one, you would have had Chloe on the side of Eli. But now she's she doesn't say anything because she knows Rush is right. Yeah. Listen to me. You know why we came here. 
You know what this ship means. Are you really prepared to let it go? Now this is the strength and the weakness of the Lucian Alliance. They will follow a strong commander. But at the same point, there is the option to remove that commander if they feel that he's screwing it up. <laughs> yeah, you weren't expecting it to be her, were you? Yum. She is gorgeous. <laughs> and they pointed out, this was the first time that Eli would have seen Jin as well. So maybe Eli's got a thing for women with guns. Isn't it actually Gin? I, I, <laughs> well, I pronounce. She's going to argue how you pronounce words in this. No, that, that's why I made the joke earlier on, because of course we see it and we would say Gin as it sort of drink sort of thing. But for the Americans, I think they pronounce it Gin, and I think that's how they say her name as well. A simple nod from Telford, a very relieved man. He was staring death in the face, and by some miracle an angel came to his rescue. Bizarre. Carmen. Okay then. Seems a tad operatic. It does, doesn't it? After her grandmother. Oh, there you go then. Fair enough, we can go with that. Although interesting name for Grandma. But then again we forget Grandma used to be a teenager. To this day I'll never forget when I first saw my grandmother's tattoos and realised that she had a life before she became grandmother. They would have done that already if they've got this sort of power, you would have thought. Yeah, thank you, exactly. Look, TJ, I have to warn you. No one on the ship is going to understand. I barely understand myself. No, I, I mean, they won't believe, because what they've seen is different. It's first time viewing, you know, the question is, where are they planning on taking this story? Yeah. Uh, I have learned one thing in all of this. And it's that out here on the edge of the universe, who you are and what you believe is everything. So it's up to you to decide if this is a blessing or a curse. It's incredibly risky to go down this metaphysical route in a science fiction show. Because part of me, first of all, thought, okay, it's just because you hear people about sort of near-death experiences or sort of dreaming that something happens when they're in a coma and things like that. So is this just something she's imagined? Again, BSG. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, take it easy. Well, I imagine BSG weren't the first to do it either. It has a feel like something that would have been done on the Twilight Zone or out of limits. But if that was all in a mind, that could happen in the blink of an eye, the last second before regaining consciousness. You were here the whole time, and the doctors worked on you. They did the best they could, but... Mm. Credit to Camille for actually being here for this. So I don't think anybody would have volunteered, really. Well, like they said, the baby has to stay. It would have been difficult. Actually, having a baby on board Destiny would have been impossible for the story. It would have complicated things so much. But that's how reality would work. <laughs> Good guys to your left, bad guys to your right. She's slightly char-grilled. <laughs> that way! That way! Unfortunately, there wasn't anything worth bringing back from that planet. Welcome back, sir. Well done, Sergeant. Well done, Lieutenant. Really, yes, sir. Mostly it was rush. Yeah, young Campbell, he got rush actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, let's put them with the others. Excuse me. Excuse me, I gotta go throw up and then find the still. Sir? Yeah, this is a job for the second in command. There's something else. 
and Destiny jumps into FDL. No sound effects, just the beginning of the music. And after the storm. After the storm by Mumford and Sons. Run and run as the rains come and I look up. I think David said this was a, or was it Patrick? Said this was a piece of music he was listening to for a while. Then amazed it turned up in the episode. Again, the commentary is seriously worth listening to. Night has always pushed a wise decision not to do any dialogue for TJ and Young. Nothing you could have written would have suited the moment. <laughs> Surprise, we're back. This is basically cruise within cruise within cruise. As you can see that none of them are actually close. There's no one saying, oh, glad you're back or <laughs> anything else like that. <laughs> You got the feeling that, you know, long term bonds of friendship are rare in the Lucian Alliance. We stood tall and remembered our own life. What we live for. <laughs> it's been a long few days for Rush. I need my kit. Yeah, I'm back to the dream with the wife. Lights off. I think that's what you were implying, wasn't it, Steve? Like, Rush went in communion with a computer. Could this have been the destiny accessing TJ in the same manner. Yeah, as I said, later on in the series, I did wonder whether that was the way things were heading. And then, of course, something else happens. And you're thinking, ooh, okay. Um, and it's it been interesting. That, but that sort of scar, it wasn't actually clear which piece of flesh we were looking at there for a moment. It was a big piece of white meat, which turned out to be a thigh. So we get a lot of questions about Chloe. She's getting very intelligent. She's got healing. What the hell is going on? The commander of the vessel, drinking alone in his cabin. That is not a good sign. Why are we in the FTL? That was a quick jump. This is where we were supposed to come out before the Lucian Alliance dialed in. Is there any deadly radiation? There you go. Well, are we safe or not? Don't keep us in suspense. Brody. Hold on. Let me think. Let me check. Can't see any pulsars or black holes. Or even aliens. We're good. Woohoo! For now. For a given value of good. <laughs> Volker. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not going to celebrate, but... Um, uh... After all she's just been through, <laughs> I'm not sure she'd actually be able to get up. Yeah, even allowing for modern surgical abilities and drugs and painkillers... It would be impressive. On Destiny, in these conditions, it's a bit much. You should not be getting up. <laughs> yeah, that's what Camille said. I just need to clear my head right now. <laughs> no, you're not. You are not fine. You are so far from fine, you can't even see fine. But again, the payoff for this little sequence. I'm not saying your mind is blown, but didn't expect it. And I begin to wonder if this is actually a few days later. No idea how long the Destiny was in FTL, but some time gone by does explain how TJ can move around without too much pain, depending upon whether she miscarried or they had to do a surgical procedure. And they said again, commentary, this whole episode was written around this scene. So you think they're planning something, because there is no way, no way she would have known about that beforehand. Yeah. See, that kind of... That gave her hope. Yeah, if you believe that was real and your baby survived somewhere, that is confirmation. 
what it means long term is a totally different story. The only other thing it could have been is that it was something she caught a glimpse of with record from their next destination from the computer. That would be the only other thing that I could think of is why she could have seen it and then seen it in this sort of dream state. But I don't think the seed ships are providing that much data to Destiny. Yeah, I did think that, but that was the the most I could come up with. <laughs> Some sort of logical explanation of because why she saw that. They usually do try and make things make sense in some sort of way. So I was trying to think, mm, okay, well, how did this really connect? If it was a dream, how did she know about it? Okay, well, the closest I could come up with was <laughs> that. It's just like, hmm. Yes, there will be many mysteries interweed within the Stargate universe story that never get resolved. A, because the show got cancelled, and B, because sometimes mm. mysteries just get left hanging. That is unfortunately the, yeah. the way of the world. Right then, that was Intervention. Pretty good season opener, I have to say. Yeah, well, especially given the way things were left off. Yeah, you always get that question, how are they going to round things up? Are we going to lose characters? It's not unusual for characters to die when the new season kicks off. Especially in Stargate Universe. Yeah, it's, it's rare for main characters, it's, but it's not unheard of in yeah. uh, any TV series. Although they occasionally are mitigating circumstances, as in Babylon 5, that came as a bit of a shock when, when Jeffrey Sinclair wasn't in Season 2. Yeah, well, especially with Stargate, you got SG-1, you got Fraser that went, and of course, keeping with Doctors, <laughs> they did the same. <laughs> okay, trivia time for this episode, Intervention. Andy Makita, the director, he directed 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of the Universe. He's also directed Brutai, Sanctuary, Primeval New World, Bitten, Killjoy, Cedar Cove, Motive, and four episodes of the upcoming show, Travellers, which I'm looking forward to. Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi, the writers. 39 episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, and 12 of Universe. They've written Delete, Dark Matter, which they created, Transport of the Series, The Lost World, Little Bear, Big Wolf on Campus, and Student Bodies. That was Intervention. Great start to Season 2 of Stargate Universe. Has he gone somewhere? He might have, because he can't hear a meeting. What's he up to? We're nearly done. Maybe someone called out Ikea and he's gone to hit him. <laughs> yeah. This is almost as bad as a cliffhanger. Come on. It's probably got to stop what timing how long it will take us to actually just go and continue. <laughs> Longest bloody second, this is. Yeah, and that seems he's just off now. <laughs> <laughs> I should leave this in. Just play a bit of elevator music until Alan returns. <laughs> You know, I tuned into Mad Men just because Julie McGibbon was uh, on it. Yeah, how are those other people? When he knocks on the door four times, I have to eventually stand up and up the bloody thing. Ah, welcome back, Alan. Right then. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. We got some feedback from Mac over on Google+. Okay, sorry. No feedback lately. Right, here goes. Young, what a Anyway, thank you for the first season of Destiny. Sorry, I mean Universe. It has been a great series overall, and like all shows, has me jumping up and down, pointing at the glaring errors. And I would like to thank Alan and Mike, alongside special guests, recurring hosts, and others. I've enjoyed the season and look forward to the show every Monday at work. Thanks again, and I just can't wait till next season and the finale. Okay, no need to apologise for not leaving feedback, Mac. 
Everything, however short and sweet, is appreciated. And as a long-term podcast listener myself, I've lost count of the number of times I've intended to leave a show a message and just not got around to it. As for Young, well, yeah, not his finest hour. And the first season has been a revelation. I enjoyed it when it was broadcast, but this was my first full rewatch, and it's been a blast. Great storytelling and production value, and as with all shows, you can nitpick and still appreciate them. Indeed, all our thanks to our guests for this season, and more importantly to everyone that listens to the show, and gold star to those who do interact with us via direct feedback or through social media. Delighted you've been enjoying the podcast, Mac, another full season and some bonus content, before we too join Destiny in the Void. Okay then folks, that was Intervention. Next week we will be watching Aftermath. On the next all-new Stargate Universe. Hang on! Pull up! I found the keys to controlling all of Destiny's systems. And you're not going to tell anyone, are you? This is not good. Try not to panic. Experience tells me that this is a very good time to panic. Stargate Universe, an original series. All-new this Tuesday at 9, only on Sci-Fi. Aftermath. I normally add English aftermaths. I was going to say, it's a show all about Eli. <laughs> right then, Steve, once again, uh, thank you very much for joining us. You want to give a quick rundown of your many and varied podcasts? You can catch me at holosweetmedia.com. I've got a Tribbles and XC Star Trek podcast and Frack Stars, which is my Battlestar Galactica podcast. And you can also hear me at a variety of other shows all over the internet. Excellent. I listened to uh, Frack Stars yeah. last week. It doesn't come out very, well, not very often. That's probably unfair. Sporadic. Yeah, it's supposed to be a bi-weekly show, but due to health, scheduling and work for all of us, um, it sort of didn't get published for a few weeks. Plus, we had issues with the site, which I had to work on. and uh, Yeah, just... <laughs> Look, admit it, you're doing a sci-fi. You will get the next episode <laughs> when we decide you get it. Not before. Well, it's not like people can't just go and finish watching it if they haven't already. So, <laughs> Steve? Yeah? Do you feel you're doing enough podcast? Mm, I can always do some more. <laughs> uh, always good to have the oh, yeah. Helen Ty episode. Yeah, the last one. I had her causing <laughs> trouble as always. As I said, next week's episode is going to be Aftermath. Uh, once again, thank you to Steve for joining us. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Steve. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.